0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Always Invited Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bella Ponce and I'm here. <laughs> Why are we going so fast? I don't know.
1: Are you on a timeline? Yeah,
0: clearly, I have a date with my bed.
1: Ah, <laughs> your bed to be clear what you said.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> Just keep rhyming, rhyming and rhythming.
1: Hi friends, and welcome to Always Invited, a podcast by the Art of Hospitality Co. I'm your host, Kenzie Peters. And I'm your co-host, Bella
0: Ponce. We're just two friends with a passion for making people feel valued and empowering them to do the same. Hospitality has become a lost art form in our generation, and it's time we reclaim it for what it was truly designed to be
1: learn and grow with us as we talk about the purpose posture and practice of biblical hospitality alongside other women who inspire and model a lifestyle of service so
0: come on in pull up a chair and remember you're always invited hello hello
2: everyone
0: (laughs) welcome back to this week's
1: episode Episode seven. Woo! Bella, first things first. Yes. <laughs> how many cups of coffee have you had today? Take a guess. Three. No, two. Three. Two. Okay, how do you feel? I feel good. I Is feel... the blood pumping through your veins? It's pumping
0: through my veins. Pump it up. <laughs> Fun fact of the day, <laughs> Kenzie cannot sing happy birthday by herself. <laughs> I really can't. know why you would sing it by yourself but kent's thought she could the other day
1: (laughs) i really i can't carry it, tune you guys it's so bad i it's in my dna god bless my dad but i really got it from him and i've noticed that when i try to sing it on my own i really don't know what it sounds like our friend peyton was in town this week and i was late to the party so bella sang half of it or all of it i sing it all by myself and then she told me to sing to Peyton by myself because i missed out and i really could not get through the first verse it was i
0: mean we had to come to a halting (laughs) stop Peyton said no please save yourself the tears (laughs) Uh,
1: i was in choir you guys i don't know what happened you were in middle school oh wow seventh and eighth grade baby i went to disneyland with the choir (laughs) <laughs> that's really why i was in it no just kidding it was fun but that was the extent of my singing career wow. god bless speaking
0: of funny things <laughs> we just wanted to do a quick icebreaker with you guys because this is just our friendship pick a number between one through 250
1: <laughs> that's a large number it's uh, big. choose wisely
0: 180 oh okay hang i It's gonna take me a second to scroll What is the most amusing thing you've seen this summer?
1: You dancing at 10.30 p.m. to Suavemente with a cowboy hat on. Yep. Essential. (laughs) The most
0: amusing thing I have probably seen or most abnormal would be I was stopped at a light and I looked over at an empty parking lot to my left and there was just a chicken clucking around. Wait, do chickens cluck? Or is
1: it No. (laughs) Wait. What box? But
0: it made my day. And it was great. Only in Texas. Animals unhinged. We're unhinged. Thank you for joining us on the icebreaker (laughs) intro. (laughs) Okay, Bella. What are we doing today? Yes. So let's just hop right into this week's story from the table.
1: Um, Bella. We've lived with each other now for three months, Mm. and y'all have been along for the journey. If you've been listening to the first several episodes of this podcast, you've heard the tales and stories of Bella and Kenzie living together in Texas, and maybe you're tired of it by now, but we are almost to the end, and so we wanted to reflect a little bit, and see how we've learned to be hospitable towards each other, Mm -hmm. living as roommates. So Bella, in what ways have I been difficult (laughs) to serve this summer? That's not the question. I'm gonna switch it up
0: on you. I'm going to talk about how I have felt served and loved by Ken's this summer. This was something we had briefly mentioned Before moving in together, we said, okay, we're going to be living under the same roof and see each other pretty much 24-7. But with that, we cannot slip out of the habit of being intentional with one another. Yes, it's easier for us to be intentional outside of the house, but when we're under the same roof, it looks a lot different, but how can we still maintain a healthy, growing friendship? So ways that I was served by Ken's this summer... I think towards the beginning after my concussion accident <laughs> i remember ken's always <laughs> texting me every morning i asking was alive. me,
1: alive <laughs> <as, laughs> that's how was, i
0: served her i asked
1: her she was alive
0: yes asking me every morning are you alive? Are you okay? The sweet little text, just to make sure that I was doing good, (laughs) checking in on me, making sure I'm icing my head, taking my medication, holding me accountable to doctor's orders, which was really sweet. But then it's also looked like, hey, I'm leaving a coffee shop right now. I can pick up groceries on the way home, starting a meal when we have company coming over. I think a lot of it has to do with the realm of taking initiative and action when I don't even have to ask Mm -hmm. because you recognize the need, you see the need and you take action and initiative on it. And that was something that I appreciated a lot. And just the simplicity of you offering to drive places that, that (laughs) means so much to me. (laughs) You just be like, yeah, I can drive. Like that's just a natural instinct for you Mm -hmm. on top of more serious conversations that we've had. If I'm like struggling with something and I want to, confess it to her and she's like okay like she's there to listen and I feel very well served when someone is there listening and then responds with okay what is truth how do you want me to respond what else is on your heart and your mind and I think that creates a space of vulnerability for me to feel comfortable and safe opening up about and so I have felt emotionally served in a lot of ways because of you Mm. so those are just a very very few few <clears throat> points but
1: yeah thank you <laughs> sappy i know <clears throat> wow well i will confess that a lot of the con- concussion texts were more out of fear <laughs> <than> <laughs> like, it wasn't gonna wake up <laughs> yeah i mean guys i don't think we've told the whole story I we won't now but yeah it was quite the month there skateboarding man but anyways, um, I would say ways that Bella has served me as my roommate and friend. Um, similarly, I think just like the simplicities of buying me coffee or groceries, picking up things throughout the day. Um, also words of affirmation I've noticed over the course of our friendship, but just as I've gotten older and other relationships and friendships, like, Words really mean a lot, and I notice it when people are super intentional with them. And Bella is someone that is very careful to be honest and generous with her affirmations. So even just like random texts out of the blue, like to start my morning, like, hey, I appreciate you, or I'm so thankful for our friendship, like that means so much to me. Or even deeper moments and conversations of kind of how she mentioned, like, Me checking in with her and her emotions but also her asking how my heart is doing not just like how i'm doing in general but truly how my heart is um because i'm the type of person that won't like notice how my heart is doing until someone asks me so checking in and i think that has been great because since we're with each other all the time it can become more casual and less intentional like we're not going to get coffee like we used to like once or twice a week to like catch up it's like we're catching up on each other's lives 24 7 so intentional questions even at ten thirty p.m before going to bed are important and then like she mentioned when we've hosted people together like splitting the cleaning and the cooking and asking people questions when they're over like not um sidelining the hosting of like intentionality just to one person but equally splitting it and um whether that's alternating questions or answering the questions like doing that equally so yeah i mean there's been so many things it's been sweet like serving one another in a whole new way on a deeper level on a more even mundane level as we've lived together
0: Speaking of friendships, today we are going to be sharing an episode that Ken's recorded with our dear friend, Jordan Rodseth. Ken's,
1: how do you know Jordan? Yes, so this conversation I had with Sweet Jordan back in March, probably, um, when I was still doing the Capstone Project, but basically we both know Jordan through Cal Baptist, our college. She works full-time on the discipleship staff in spiritual life. So she's in full-time college ministry, discipling students every day. She leads a staff um, that's doing the same under her. And so I got to meet her and get to know her my junior year as I was an intern in the office. And our friendship grew as I was a part of her small groups and ministry teams and Bible studies. And many of those were hosted in her and her husband's home right down the street from CBU. So it was sweet just getting to be a part of her life and invited into her space. Um, And she's just such an authentic person. She has a beautiful way of inviting people into her life by inviting them into her home and she's just made it such a cute homey environment that's very welcoming and she's always down to host things last minute like she's so close to campus so she'll just have students over like instead of going to grab coffee like hey just come on over like let's have our one-on-one at the house or um bible studies will turn into having leftovers for dinner and she's just very casual and it's part of her everyday life um and so having been a recipient of her hospitality i knew i wanted to speak to her on this topic and how she uses it as a form of ministry to um, disciple other students that are younger than her and also pour into her friendships um, believers and non-believers alike and just how she cares for people's souls like christ
0: Yeah, a couple months ago, Kens and I had the opportunity to go over to her house to take some photos for our senior project. And it was so cool just to talk to her, hear her wisdom. And it was the first time that I had been in her house. And so getting to know her on a little bit of a more personal level was really, really cool and just such a great experience. I think the highlight of that time together was how she invited us to be a part of her hosting process. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, okay, watch me do and watch me serve, but hey, serve alongside me mm-hmm. and let's like cook dinner together or hey, like if you want to wash these dishes, that would be great or can you grab this from the fridge? It was so cool being a the guest but also being a part of the process. And the meal was amazing and it was yeah. great and her and her husband are just so sweet.
1: Yeah. She shares that um actually she shares a story in the in the conversation we're about to share where she has small group over every week and there was a recent time where she was like getting home a couple minutes before it was supposed to start and the the house was a mess and she was like hey come on in like we're just being the real us and even asking the guests like hey can you open the curtains like find a seat grab a drink from the fridge like Again, like having them be a part of the process eases that awkward like uncomfortableness of someone being in your house and you not being prepared, like just asking them to help out, be a part, embrace the the chaos a little
0: bit. It lessens the expectation Mm -hmm. that is set by culture that everything has to be perfect.
1: Yeah, it's not a performance. No. It's just doing life together so i think you're gonna enjoy this episode she has a lot of wisdom to share if you know her you love her if you don't know her and you have the chance to get to know her please do but um if anything just walk away with some more practical tips and wisdom to start implementing in your everyday life without further ado jordan Rodseth. Okay, Jordan, can you please start off by saying who you are, how I know you, your season, stage of life, and yeah, you start there. Sweet. Um, yeah, my name is Jordan Rauta, and
2: I work at CBU in full time college ministry. I work specifically on discipleship staff um, in the spiritual life office, um, which is how we got connected. You're yes. um, an intern here, so um, yeah. Got plugged into my small group um, through that and went to CBU. Um, graduated in 2017, and currently I'm married to currently. Tyler. <laughs> um, yes. We've been married for almost four years. We live in a house like <laughs> five minutes from campus, which is yeah. awesome in Riverside, it's yeah. Ideal. And um, yeah, we love having people in our home. We have different people and groups come by here and there. Um, but yeah, we love doing that together. Was that enough? Yeah. Plenty
1: (laughs) context, good context. Um, so you described your role at CBU and that's how I met you. And I feel like we spent a lot of time in your home because Mm -hmm. of small group and like you hosting ministry team and, um, all those different types of uh, campus ministry groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so how have you used hospitality as ministry? Like whether it's for work or for personal life, I mean, both things involve ministry. Mm-hmm. So how would you, um, describe how you use hospitality as ministry?
2: Yeah. Um, I guess to start like what shaped my view of it, like yeah. ha- me being invited into different people's homes, like has really, cultivated like trust and depth in relationship and Mm -hmm. so taking those personal experiences from myself um, and those like sweet relationships that I still have today um, yeah made me want to just turn around and be like okay how can we do this like in our home Mm -hmm. Um, and like yeah I work full-time at CBU but there's times where I bring girls just to hang out like in my back patio and have a cup of tea or um a little pro way together like yeah. um have one-on-ones there um or we've had people like stay overnight um if they need like a place to crash we mm-hmm. have a guest room um so we've had like recent post-grad gals who are in a weird limbo season and need a place to stay for a week or two like i have posted them that way mm-hmm. um also a gal who i was um yeah, friends with for a long period of time. She wasn't yet a believer and was interested in learning more about, like, who God was. Like, mm-hmm. just invite her over for lunch or invite her over for coffee, fix her a cup of coffee, heat up some leftovers, whatever it might yeah. be. And And, um, yeah, we would just sit down and, like, read the Bible together and dialogue about it. Um, so, um, and then along with, like, small groups, we host our home group, like, small group for our church mm-hmm. um, every Thursday night. We have a ministry team in our home, um, Monday afternoons. Um, sometimes I host like a discipleship group that I'm a part of Tuesday night. So there's a lot of different touch points where,
1: yeah.
2: yeah, just inviting people into a safe place.
1: Yeah. And how do you feel those like gatherings and like using it as ministry reflect the love and service of Christ? That's obviously the starting point and the foundation of who Christ is and his example to us but like more specifically how does what does that look like for you
2: yeah I think of some adjectives (laughs) I think of like Christ's generosity like Mm. to us and generously like um loving us and like sacrificing for us like all of the the things in between that like Mm -hmm. because there is like sacrifice um and like generosity that comes with hosting like um yeah like we need to keep our place semi-tidy so that it's semi-presentable right it's not like spick and span all the time and that's something that like I really work need to work on in my type Mm -hmm. a-ness um but yeah just like hey this is our life like come in like see how we do life as we are followers of christ Mm -hmm. and like it doesn't have to be this perfect polished like coffee date or meeting at church like it's just regular life yeah kind of do that life on life type Mm -hmm. thing um and yeah like the generosity to just be generous with our time be generous with our space um i remember there was an article called your home might be someone's gateway out of hell which sounds dramatic Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's like you think of the world and like the way that the enemy is constantly working and influencing people Mm -hmm. in the world in day-to-day life and so to have a sort of refuge just to be out of the world be in a space where um they're around someone who loves the lord and they're able to see that lived out um could be a safe place or um an eye-opening place for them to see that in a context that isn't only in church I Mm, guess yeah that's really good yeah
1: okay it's dramatic but it's true yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. so like you mentioned the coffee shop and like how it's not the same as the home I think culture and just our generation we're a little bit different generation but very similar like we just tend to settle for that because it's convenient it's easy it's like Mm -hmm. let's just go to a public space to meet so specifically what do you see is the difference in like the sacredness of home versus a public space that's more convenient? Mhm.
2: Yeah. I think of not so much convenience as much as like maybe uh like it's a neutral space mm. to me. Um yeah. where like it's neutral in the sense that it means nothing to you, nothing to me. I mean, I love certain coffee shops over right. others. There's that. <laughs> but like um it shared, it's more vulnerable, I mm. think, and, like, more... It shares more about who I am when I invite someone into my literal home right. um, versus a neutral space, like a coffee shop or a restaurant. Um, I use both, like, yeah. spaces for different relationships or different, um, yeah, levels of readiness. Someone might feel like a, my friend who wasn't a believer yet, like, we would meet at coffee shops initially, but... There was a point where I tried to be like, well hey, like, why don't you just come yeah. over? Like, it, it's chill. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, this right. big thing. And I think I cultivated a different sense of closeness mm-hmm. and trust. Um, and, yeah. But it, it is interesting because, like I said, I have to fight the, like, stick and span, tidy mentality because I don't live my life like that mm-hmm. all the time. Do I want someone to come in and see a pile of, like, laundry on my couch? Probably not. But, like, everything doesn't need to be picked up perfectly. Because then if I wait to host people until everything is spick and span, the likelihood that I'll invite people over is, like... Slim. Slim and few and far between. Right. So um, just getting rid of the misconceptions that hospitality equals this Mm. is, like a constant thing that I have to like fight or like redefine yeah To say like no this is worth it it doesn't have to look perfect doesn't have to look like a certain way yeah um and it's valuable because I've seen it be valuable in my life and I want that to be a thing for other people
1: yeah so good going off of that um when you invite people over more spontaneously or trying to be flexible with life and as it comes what are some like simple tips for making people feel welcome in your space if it's spontaneous or if you don't have the whole list of to do's like completed before you mm-hmm. make the invitation yeah
2: um i have other day i like usually have enough time to get home before um a small group comes over mm-hmm. and i didn't and i was like well y'all are seeing the real s like <laughs> took a few things out of the living room and um did that in like two minutes mm-hmm. and just said hey like open the curtains like, find to um, like, letting them be involved in the process mm. of, like, coming in helps alleviate the tension, I guess, yeah. or, um, even, hey, do you want something to drink? Like, super casual, um, people like water, you know, yes. like, it's just, it's just like a, oh, how do we get into this, like, I'm in your home type right. space, so usually offer them water, um. Do you ever some,
1: have, like, Food items on hand that I usually are easy always for groups.
2: yeah have leftovers or like things in my pantry. I'm trying to think. Um,
1: I feel like you always have a fridge of LaCroix. Yeah, ready to fridge go. of LaCroix
2: outside. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's a thing. Um, tortilla chips are always on hand. <laughs> yeah, it's just stable. being like, oh, you're gonna go get food. Can I feed you? Like, mm-hmm. um, I know people have been surprised by that, but um, mm. feel. Yeah, I think loved, hopefully, by it. And it just, like, creates more space. I remember I had... Where were we? Um, I was meeting with a gal somewhere. And she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, on campus, actually. We were doing a Bible study. And she's like, yeah, I'm going go to go get food and then go home um, to just wait out traffic. And I was like, well, you can come over. I'm, I have leftover soup. Yeah, I can warm that up for you while I cook dinner. And so we just chatted while she was eating and I was cooking. And mm. um, it was part of the beginning of our friendship really like we weren't really close quite yet so um yeah I think just like small invitations like that can really go a long way
1: yeah Yeah. that's so good well thank you for sharing and I'm inspired by you because you've been hospitable to me and my friends and I feel like that was a big way we connected in the first place like Mm -hmm. you having our ministry team over every week and getting to see you and Tyler and your life together and yeah, like you said, once you see someone's home, you feel like you know them in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. So I love that. And I appreciate you. And for sure. Yay. Thank Thanks you. for interviewing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Amazing. Jordan, thank you so much for sharing your lovely biblical insight with us. It is very deeply appreciated.
1: Yes. And i cannot wait to see you soon it's been so long and i'm so excited to get to encourage you in this new season of ministry at cbu and all the fresh students that you get to pour into um it's just so cool to see the work that her and her team are doing on campus and the opportunities she's taking advantage of to invest in lives for christ and that often happens in the context of her home and i'm just really encouraged and inspired by how she does that so yeah
0: thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the always invited podcast we hope you guys have a great rest of your day and remember you're always invited